This week we are discussing Katie Roberts' novel, Desperate Measures. If you haven't read the book and you don't want to be spoiled, then pause right now and go to any of our social media accounts and click the Amazon link in our bio to purchase the book and come back after you've finished. If you don't mind being spoiled, then listen on. From here on out, we will reveal the next episode's book at the end of each current episode, so we'll give you time to go and purchase and read the book. But don't tell our husbands. Hi, I'm Amber. And I'm Allie. And we are two married ladies here to expose you to the best, the worst, and the kinkiest of erotica. But don't tell our husbands. Hey, Amber. Hey, Allie. What you drinking over there? Well, you know I like my things sweet, so I am Uh drinking cupcake Moscato today. Okay, girl. What are you drinking? I am drinking Troublemaker because as we know in our book today, uh, Jasmine is a little troublemaker. She is a naughty, what do we call it? Submissive. Submissive. Okay, yeah. She's a naughty submissive. So I had to drink a little Troublemaker. Okay. For this week's book, we are reading Desperate Measures by Katie Roberts. Ooh. Yes. So before we get into this, I want to list all the trigger warnings and kinks. I will just add it all together because somebody's trigger may be somebody's kink. I like that. So starting off, we have rape or non-con, which is non-consensual, physical abuse. Oh my God, I'm sorry. You are just so educational already and I'm loving it. I just had to say that. (laughs) We have mention of denied gratification. It's heavily based on dominant submissives or dom subs. FFM mentions of orgy. There's so many orgies. So many orgies. (laughs) Voyeurism and exhibitionist. So, what's this book about, Amber? Katie Roberts gives us an erotic and modern day take on some of our favorite Disney villains we all grew up with. With Jafar killing Jasmine's father, he takes claim of her body, mind, and soul. That's so fucking hot. Jasmine is torn between living life in yet another cage and giving in to her deepest sexual desires that only Jafar can fulfill. All while antagonist Ali has (laughs) has made it his mission to take back Jasmine and rule her late father's empire. So, Ali, what what did you think of your first erotica book? Um, this was way more hot than I thought they were going to be. I really did not expect this book to have so much sex in it. Like, there is a lot of sex. And, like, not just sex, but, like, really, really graphic. Like, okay, can we talk for a second about, like, the fisting of the cock? Why do they talk so much about the fisting of the cock? That's him jacking off. Okay, I understand that now, but at the time reading it, I was like, you don't, like, like, I'm trying to think of the hand motion that would even express a fisting of the cock. Yeah, like. You know, he grabs it with his fist and he just <laughs> okay, goes to town. I think of I think of like, like fisting oh, well, in like, the, yeah. the anus. I think of like that fisting. Anus? <laughs> I was, I've heard of fisting vaginas. I mean, I guess fisting anus is a thing, but like, I feel like vaginas is more common. Like, <laughs> okay, but that's what I think of. So when I read the phrase fisting of the cock so many times, I was like, what is this? And then I realized, oh, they mean... The, the motion of your fist. But your fist is this part. Your fist is not... Sorry, this is a, a, a auditory medium. They can't see what I'm saying. Yes, I think palm, because it's palming. the palm of your hand. I know, but I feel like fist just sounds sexier, maybe. It, it definitely sounds And more that's forceful. definitely not just based off this writer. That's just a common term across a lot of Okay, romance. that's a so thing. That, that's not just like this writer's words. Like, that's just... See, Amber, this yes. is why you run this podcast, so you can educate me on things like fisting of the cock. Yeah. Um, all that to say, it was definitely super hot. Um, I just have a ton of questions because I know nothing about these books. Okay, so moving on from fisting, what was probably one of the scenes that stood out to you the most? Okay, so the hottest scene was definitely, I don't know if I'm saying this right, FFM? Yes. Okay, um, I said that word because Amber already taught me that word in advance. 
Um, but can you teach our listeners what is FFM? So we there's different terms based on, I guess, what sexual partners are doing what. We have today we are discussing FFM. That means female, female, male. Super and hot. that that's just usually like the, I feel like the typical threesome where they're all doing things with each other. And I feel okay, like. Okay, but actually, okay, wait, pause. Because like I feel like when you think of the typical threesome, at least for me, I think of like male pleasure, right? Like it's all yes. centered on male pleasure. And I was like shocked that the FFM is not centered on just male pleasure. It was definitely centered on Jasmine in yeah. this sense, but they all played around with each other. Yes. So like like the term MMF, which would be male, male, female, if the two M's are, that's the rule, if the two M's, <laughs> are, the M's t- are touching, if the M's are touching, the, M's are touching, the penises the penis are, are touching. touching. <laughs> but if you say MFM and the M's are not touching. That means both no males. No dicks are touching. No, no, no swords are crossing. <laughs> and that means they are solely focused on the female's pleasure and they are not getting it on with each other. So. Okay, that, that is super helpful to our listeners who maybe like me did not know what this was before having a conversation with you about it. Yes. So thank you. So M's touch, peens touch. <laughs> Can we talk about... Well, okay, the word peens makes me uncomfortable. Peens? <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like that word at all. Um, Gagging on cocks is okay, but peens. That, God forbid you talk about peens. That's the cross line. Um, but yeah, that scene was really hot to me um, because I really think it was because it wasn't just focused on Jafar's pleasure. It was really focused on Jasmine's pleasure. Um, so that was a really hot scene. Um, actually, though, I'm lying. The hottest scene for me was Hook watching. Where Jafar was fingering Jasmine yes. at the table with her yes. watching. Yes. And I don't know why. I just thought the like the power play of Jafar just like hand up her panties, knowing that like this other like mob boss hook was watching. Like that was that was a lot. So I think we just learned you have a new kink. <laughs> oh my god, what's my kink? So there is voyeurism, which Tell me more. is what Hook experiences, is when someone experiences pleasure from watching other people partake in sexual acts. It literally talks about his cock hardening. Yes. <laughs> or there's exhibitionists, which are the people who are doing the acts and get pleasure from people watching Oh my them. God. The crazy thing is, like, while I enjoy reading about it, I don't think I could ever, like, do that. I think that is such a common thing with a lot of kinks, though. Uh-huh. Like, not even just, like, books, porn, whatever. There's so many things that I like to read or watch about, but I could never do it in real life. So are you into the voyeurism? Like, did you also find that scene equally as hot? I did not. Really? I, I did not care Are you a hook one. stan, though? Like, I, no. Uh, <gasps> I love, what? I love, no, I love Okay, hook. you love hook. No, okay, just no, making I'm sure saying, you're on no, the same page. I love hook, so if you read her other ser- books in her series, you will understand why I love hook. But I do not care about the people watching or being watched. Okay. But I, I just, I don't know. I think I'm just too insecure to be able to do that. So The for thought the- of it secondhand gives you anxiety. Yes. Like, even just thinking about the idea of someone yes. watching someone else I mean, sex. if you can do that and you are comfortable, then power. Girl, do your thing. You. Yes. What did you think about Jafar and his character? Okay, I liked Jafar's character, but he was so unbelievable to me as a man. But I think it's because he is written by a woman. Like, there were so many details about Jafar that I was like, in what world? Like, please <laughs> tell me. Like, for instance, let me give you specific okay, evidence. Let's okay, do this. his bedroom. They spent so much time describing his stark, clean, gray lines. And I'm like, what man is just like into interior design? Like they t- they talk a lot about the setup of his studio apartment and like I'm just like never never. So the way I read that as is he's got all this money and obviously he does not care about these things. So he pays somebody else to do it for him. Of course, but he's like admiring his own like like he's like into it. Oh. Like he's he's loving his his aesthetic. 
Which, I mean, I appreciate. Like, I wish more men did. Maybe we just haven't met those men in life. Maybe it's our husbands. (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell them. (laughs) Um, But yeah, he just, he had several quotes. Like, I just loved um, his, his line to her after they've had sex and it's kind of sinking in for her. And he's like, don't worry, I'm tested regularly. And I'm like, we love a woke man. We love a woke man. Like it just, it was something that I'm like, okay, a woman wrote this. Like, thank you. <laughs> thank you for writing a man. Um, he also at another point says something about how like she shouldn't be ashamed of losing her virginity because it's just a social construct. And I'm like, okay, gender studies major. Like, <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> he's correct. But I'm just like, in what world? Give me more Jafar. Um, he also, um, which, okay, in all seriousness, I loved this. His focus on consent and aftercare, like, we stand consent. We do. Yes. It is just the whole book series, though, honest. I mean, I guess I've only read this one and I'm reading the third one right now. But um, it's just really impressive how she writes these, like, super graphic scenes, but throughout the entire time, how much consent. And I think that goes it. along with the kinks. So that's what I love about him with the consent because. Like I said earlier, somebody's trigger is somebody's kink mm. and vice versa. Yeah. So as much as he cared about his own kinks, he also cared about Jasmine's. Yeah. And like the aftercare, like I've heard the term aftercare before, but I didn't really know what it is. Can you like educate me a little bit? Okay. So I feel like aftercare is just anything you do to help this your significant or whoever you just had sex with or partake because it does not have to be your significant because <laughs> you know you, you've had those guys where they just you know roll over and buckle yeah their, they're going to bed buckle their pants in right or, or they're leaving yeah they're called an uber but no jafar he got her towel he got her a robe a he warm brushed. towel do you remember it was a warm towel and she even okay. talked about it the one thing he brushed her teeth that i feel like he brushed her teeth you don't remember that? i yes. missed this he brushed Yes, she was annoyed, but she just she also didn't want to like argue. So is that a sub thing or like that's what I'm like? I feel like that was kind of different than just normal after. I mean, maybe not. Like maybe that's just not some aftercare I've experienced. Like usually I get like you know the little warm washcloth and you get a warm washcloth. You don't, man. Don't tell my husband (laughs) or do. (laughs) No. Uh. So maybe that's just something I have not experienced, but. Yeah, yeah, okay, brush brushing teeth. teeth is a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, I like, I, I, like, I, I want to brush my own teeth. Yeah. But, I mean. But, I mean, if somebody enjoys that, that's fine. Yeah, but that's why, like, I don't know if that was an aftercare thing or a dom sub yeah. thing. So, I just, that's something I need to learn upon. It was really, it was really hot, though. Um, oh, for sure. The um, scene, though, where he asked her about college, what did you think about that? Like, how did you feel mm-hmm. about his focus on her going to college? Okay, so at first I was Sorry, like, pausing here. For our listeners who have not read the book, uh, Jasmine has gotten her high school degree, correct? Yes. And her dad prevented her from going to college. Yes. And she wants to go to college to be a software engineer to be talked about later. Um, and he asks her, again, about uh, her plans for college. So what did you think about that, Amber? So my first impression was like, yes, like we love a man who supports our dreams and goals. But then right. I was Open almost like, because at this point he still had her caged in. Mm-hmm. So I felt like he was pacifying her enough to where he's like, I'll give her this little bit. I'll let her go to college so she'll still be in my cage without going too far like you know okay yeah so that's an interesting question because is Jafar actually a stand-up man do we think Jafar is a stand-up guy I feel like he wasn't I feel like in the end he proved himself Mm -hmm. Uh, wait okay explain to our listeners why how did he prove himself at the end so Obviously, the entire book, he is focused on his goals, taking over territories, just being the big dog on campus. But at the end, Jasmine takes over her father's rule and she tells him, you know, bend the knee or get the fuck out. Mm, Bend the knee. That's fucking hot. And this man who has been dominant this entire book and the whole book has been based around, you know, his dominance and her submissiveness. He he bends the knee 
And he's like, you know what? I love you so much. And you're my queen. So rule on. Rule on, queen. Yes. Okay, so we are for Jafar. We're pro Jafar. Yes. I feel like I feel like he had moments like so there was this one part that stood out for me where I was kinda liking Jafar, but this part I was like, Ugh, you sound like any other fucking man right now. So here is the quote. I'm guilty of that, but I'm not about to apologize. I saw more of her than either her father or Ali did, but apparently I didn't see deeply enough. Talk me through it. Damn, dude. So for that quote, he was saying that, like, yeah, I did wrong, but, you know, her father and Ali did worse, so I'm not going to apologize for that. Like, no, if I stab you and I'm like, well, somebody chopped your hand off and that was a lot worse, I'm not going to, like, not an apology. worse than you doesn't mean you don't apologize like especially when you recognize that you did wrong yeah I will kind of say like I thought the Jafar killing her dad thing it just like it she too I get her dad was supposed to be a jerk right her dad was a jerk not a good guy sounds like he also was verbally abusive to Jasmine and physically sold her yet and physically we forgot opening scene he like slapped her right when the book starts he sells her off to be married to Ali who is Aladdin right who's also abusive man um, however, I just don't know. Can you kill someone's abusive dad without having consulted them first? And then just like, I'm just, we sleep together? That's what, like, not even consulting first, but I'm just like, do, would I sleep with my father's killer? Right. Like, even, like, like, even if he's a jerk. Like, yeah, like, I mean, no, like, obviously no abuse is okay, but... But, like, like, damn. Like, I mean, he slapped you, and that's wrong, and he should be punished for that. But I feel like death was kind of uh, going off the deep end. Right. <laughs> like, that's a little extreme, right? Yeah. And then I think there's even a line where, like, we find out that he, like, executed him, like. He shot him in the head in the backyard, and I think it was, uh, they said something like, you know, dog style or whatever. Yeah, that's what like, I was thinking, yeah, like a dog like or dog. something. And I just. So that was kind of, no lie, throughout the book, that was kind of weird for me. And especially because, and I know we've talked about this off air, um, the the daddy thing. So please daddy. walk me through it. Yes, daddy. I just, so oh, cringe. Daddy. That is a cringe for me. That is, And I know that there is a place for it in the community, so please don't drag me for this. It just personally, that is a cringe, but I do not shame anyone no, for we, what they do in their bedrooms or not kinks, in their bedrooms. And there's kinks that we don't like. And I, correct, yes, but please walk me through okay, it. Okay, so uh, doms, they... What is a dom? Doms are dominants. So <laughs> you look at me like I was the biggest idiot in the world. <laughs> Thank you for your eye roll. So doms are dominant. They they take charge. They are your mm-hmm. protector. They are your enforcer. They you know. What do you mean by enforcer though? I'm so very. I need more education on this. Like uh, I think it. I, I've honestly like obviously I I have not partaken. You've not been in this. Kind I, of I have not been. Yeah. In, I've tried to do as much research as I can on this. And I feel like the range of discipline and, you know, just everything is very wide. So uh, if I'm not saying this right, please do not come for me. I am just... We're trying, guys. We're 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 trying. trying. But so, like, you know, if you enforce, like, if your submissive is not listening, not behaving, not doing... Only in sex scenes or do some extend it past it? Or do you Uh know? So in Jafar and Jasmine's case, we see that this is a 24-hour thing. This is not just in bed. This is not just sex. Okay. This is he wants her submissive at all times of the day, no matter what. Got it. So, you know, enforcing... There, there's different ways to enforce. Like, obviously, there there could be physical... Withholding of sex was there's, a big one we saw. For Jafar, definitely. Withholding of sex was a huge thing. Uh, that's not everybody's term of enforcement. But th- for this book, that was definitely what I would say. Yeah. So, go Sorry, on. guys. I need wine. So, doms, usually you, you call them something. Daddy is the common cringe. Term. That's so. Cr- I I understand people are into it. Yeah, and that's okay. 
But, but for the you. word daddy is just such a cringe for me. Which it is. Which that that makes sense. I mean, for some people that that is. But for I, I I know daddy is definitely a common term. Also, sir, master, those are definitely. See, I, I like I think if I were to be in the dom sub community, which I am not. I would really be into sir. Oh, sir. Right? Like, get sir. Me. Yes. I, I, the maybe. expression Amber is making right now like, is concerning. Maybe. There's a twinkle in her eye. She needs to join this community. Don't tell her husband. <laughs> no, so, sir. And then for subs, uh, it's usually a pet name, like, you know, Jafar calls her baby girl. Yeah. Which, you know, that's a common That's okay. One, that's okay, though. So usually, it's, it's just like a pet name, Bunny. Hooks you know. is way better. Not Bunny. Can no. we can we talk about Bunny on the podcast? Or is that too personal? It's okay. We don't have to get personal. No, that, I mean, that's fine. I'm just, like, I was literally, like, when I was researching this to make sure I'm not giving false information or anything, that was literally, like, it was That's girl. really a was, sub- Name. It's just like any pet name, bunny, honey, you know. Boo-boo. So now we have to explain <laughs> bunny because we kind of tease Amber a little bit about her pet name for her husband. Yes, we call we both call each other bunny. You so, both call each other bunny. Yeah, okay. so it's just like it's not a dom sub situation. It's just, we, just, we yeah. call each other bunny. It's cute. Yes. Um. So there's that, and then there's which. The wide range term where I haven't seen really too many alter like how you know the dom master sir whatever sub buddy. it could be like anything yeah but for the wide what I've seen is if a sub is misbehaving acting up not listening they are called brats that makes so much more sense to me because as I was reading this I was kind of getting frustrated with. Katie, sorry, what's her last name? I don't even remember. Robert. Roberts, because I, I want to be respectful, Miss Roberts, yes. um, not Katie. Uh, but I was getting very annoyed because the word brat kept coming up, and I was like, this is sexy, and then it wasn't sexy because all of a sudden you're calling no. her a brat. And that just, it felt like I'm talking to my teenage stepdaughter, and it just. No. So that was. So it's a thing, yeah. Yeah, so that, that excuse my ignorance. Like, I don't I'm even so think ignorant. that was an author thing. It's just that's like when. It's a whole thing, like, if you look on TikTok or whatever, like, Got it. They, they're like, you know, what can I do to be a brat today? Like, that's just, that's Okay, so our subs, because I couldn't tell if Jasmine's personality was just such that she's grating and is annoying and was, like, getting under Jafar's skin, or do subs intentionally try to set off their doms in order to get punished? Like, I couldn't so, tell. I know that is definitely a thing. Like, okay. some, they, they get enjoyment out of it. They they want the... Like, pissing off their daddy. Yeah, like, their they, daddy. they think it's funny. But with her, I, I, I'm, I could be Like, wrong. what do you think, then? Like, I could be totally wrong, but I don't think... Like, I think she's learning to be a submissive. Got it. But I don't think she was doing it, like, you know, she, she wasn't not following rules to specifically be like a bratty sub. I think she that's that wasn't her kink. That I think that's a kink that she is starting to like developing. Yeah, enjoy because okay. because that's what he likes. Yeah, but I think you know her kink was obviously uh, non con, non consensual. She was so into non con. Yeah, I'm just like, girl, yeah. like calm it down. Or, I mean, that's cool if you're into non con, but she was like yeah. really but into non con. That non-con. was definitely her kink. And for, you know, for those who are not aware, non con is definitely a rape fantasy. Which is a trigger for some and a pleasure or a kink for others. Yeah. Well, what I thought was really cool because I am not into like non-consensual, non-consensual. Oh, yes. Obviously. I think most people, I'm sure there's some people who find that as a kink, but I feel like most people don't want true unconsensual No, there's there's definitely a line with it, and I feel like that's when you know your partner and they are aware of your... Like, I feel like Jafar was definitely very aware of her... Yes. uh, You know... Although I guess the first time they had sex, it's not like they had a safe word. Like, did he... Uh It's kind of like... Because in the book, you get her perspective... They did have a safe word. Oh, they word. did. You're yes. right. How did they develop a safe word? Her when... safe word was Raja. Oh, my God. And, okay, I also, when I read that, I was like, not the tiger, not her pet. Oh, my God. Can we have something sacred? Can anything be untouchable? That I literally made that in my notes that I absolutely love. You loved it. I loved ew, the connection. Ew, ew. I was like, I love it.
love the nod to the tiger right now. All like, I could think was like my childhood watching Jasmine and Aladdin and Raja and just like like just penises everywhere filling every <laughs> hole and I just I couldn't get it out of my mind oh I freaking love because you thought it was like a nod to like yeah no I I, I love the little easter eggs in yeah there. yeah for sure um back to non-con yes. and the first sex scene because we get her perspective and she's like I don't want this okay yeah I kind of want this so we understand that but, like, how did he know that? But that's where I think, like I said, they had, they've known each other for five years. He's gotten the looks, which does not mean just because you're getting looks, that does not, not consent. Not mean consent. And, but, he told, but he told her before she ran out that room, he told her, you know, you, you know, you could say Raja right now. And, you know, we end Oh, my this. God, you're so right. So he really was laying the foundation yeah. for consent. Yeah, he was like, you say Raja right now, we end this, whatever. Or, you know, you can run out this room, and if I catch you, you're mine. I really did not catch that yeah. when I was reading. I, I did not catch. I will say since I read the book, because I read this book, you know, over a year ago, but I reread this just so I could be, like, you know, fresh in my mind yeah. for when you were reading it. I, I did not catch those things the first time around. Yeah. So. That's kind of hot then that like this entire time he was actually like. Yeah. No, I will say he was consent king this entire time. Consent week. king. Yes. yes. Oh my God. We have to have like an award ceremony at the end of the year for who's oh, the best consent he king. He will win this. Out of all the books I've read, I think he. You think he's consent actually, king? I don't know. I think because. Is he consent daddy? I, 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 I will say I, 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 he'll probably be top five, but I think. Because a lot, I, th- I think every book I've honestly ever read was written by women, so. Yeah, can we take men out of writing romance novels? I don't want men uh, in my erotica. Well, I want men characters, but I don't want them actually I, being men. I feel like we need to do an entire episode on that because, not that I've read one by a man, but just like the TikToks I've seen on it. And oh, like I'm sure the, it's trash. The little excerpts I've, they've like, or little quotes they've compared to like men's writing and women writing about romance and about sex scenes yeah it's just like men really don't understand they don't understand they don't don't. know what women want and like how to make us appreciate things yeah don't tell our husbands no that's that's a whole other podcast (laughs) Woo. um okay so i think we've kind of crossed into the segment of our podcast where we talk about all the things we hated in the book um so i also hate Jasmine's indecisiveness. She she's actually oh. I don't like her very much as a character. Um, I, I I did not enjoy Jasmine as a character. I'll just that's a hot take. Maybe people disagree. I did not like her. Did you like her? I I mean obviously at the very end when she you know, yes she she killed Ali herself. Like I felt like that was the first time in the book that she did something for herself. did something anything yeah. <laughs> yes. So she was not my favorite character out of uh, the other books I've read by Miss Katie Robert, but I also I have a trouble because like when I read books like that, I feel like I always see like you know the book community they're like oh I didn't like this character she wasn't this strong she wasn't this, but I also think like that almost makes her more relatable yeah because. Not every... Not every woman's, not, like, no. a strong, badass, I'm gonna, like, kick your ass kind of character. Exactly. And that's okay. And, obviously, I mean, it took to the very, like, last two chapters for her to do so, but, you know, she made her character development. Yeah. So, like, yeah, she was, she definitely was not my favorite, but I, I appreciate a good character development. Okay. No matter how short. I is. will say, one of my <laughs> favorite quotes absolute favorite quotes of the book. I even have it here in my notes because I love it so much. Is at the very end when Jasmine takes over and she says, you have something to say, Jonah? And I was like, oh, fuck. Okay. I loved it. I don't know. Like, I, I loved reading it, but I don't, like, when I read it, I was like, I can't picture her because she's been so submissive through this whole thing. So, like, good for her for taking over. But I'm like, is it believable because she's been so submissive or like finally she's just had all this trauma happen where she's she's just, just like, like I'm over fuck it this. like I so just imagine I for her. poor Jonah who's like her her father's old henchman and he's just like quaking in his boots and Jasmine just comes up to him and is like <laughs> you gonna say something <laughs> motherfucker 
And Jonah's just like, <laughs> yes, ma'am. Aye, so, aye, Captain. So the submissive turns into a dominant. Oh, my God. You are so right I about their character development. Yes. It's that. like a full... Full circle. Full circle. I love that for her. That is awesome. Um, other things that we hated. Um, was there there's something that you hated? Okay, so when she is talking about, you know, Jafar gave her this, like, he, he gave her, he was like, you know what, I will release you. I will give you your trust. You run away. You go live your life, girl. Like, I'm freeing you. And this is after they came back from the underworld, which is the sex dun- dungeon. Which I have so many thoughts about that, but oh. we will loop back to the underworld. Oh god, the underworld, the uh, sex dungeon, the sex dungeon in Carver City. Yes. So she comes back from the Carver City. He offers her. He's like, you know what? I'll let you out of our whole ordeal. I'll give you your trust money, which is God knows how much, and you go live your life. And she is like. You know, this is what I've wanted this whole time, but now that I've been to this sex dungeon, if I can't handle a sex dungeon, I can't handle the world. And I'm like, girl, I cannot handle a sex dungeon. (laughs) But we live in the real world. Yeah, like I am a perfectly strong, capable woman to survive, but like not shaming sex dungeon like I feel at like, all like, yes i feel like i would want to go honestly just oh i to, totally like, want to go to sex dungeon like I, w- I would like to like go just like observe yeah like, but honestly in the way that jasmine feels like she couldn't be in the real world because she can't handle a sex dungeon no i feel true. like i could not handle a sex dungeon no like i think the way jasmine thinks she would be in the real world is how I would be in a sex dungeon. <laughs> like, literally, it would not be cool. Like, it would not be oh. sexy. It would not be hot. It would be me, like, <gasps> well, nobody can see me right now because I'm on a podcast. <laughs> but literally, like, Scooby-Doo. She did like, that, like, that SpongeBob Mr. Crab meme where he's like, what? What's going on? And yeah. everything's, like, all circling. Like, nothing would make sense in my head. I would probably die. Like, I, I think would I die? would, I think I would have a heart attack. Like, I no, think I, definitely, I cannot handle it. I don't think I, like, I, I, I'm not a uh, exhibitionist. Like, I, I, yeah. I wouldn't like somebody else watching me. But I think I'd be down to, like, watch other people do stuff. Like, not to, like, turn me on, but, like, to get pointers. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, would, it would definitely be interesting. It'd be, like, real-life porn. I think it, for me, it would, at least the way, I don't know if this is actually how sex dungeons are. Like, are sex dungeons even, like, how she describes them? Do you know? Um, so. Are I'm, sex dungeons real? I am part of a Facebook group, and I know that sex dungeons are definitely a thing. Uh, there's. There's and one in our city. There, There's, I think there's a major one in our city. And a couple, My like, God. smaller ones. And it's crazy, which I don't even know if this is part of the podcast, but, like, you know, you can see the woman's profile when you go to yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. And it's always the cute little innocent the girl you wouldn't expect. Yes. No, all of, like every time, like I don't know why I'm expecting like you know these like bad bitches with tattoos and like, yeah, all these, like but no, they're, they're well because it seems very alternative lifestyle. It, exactly. Right. But, but it's not. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, there's obviously you know. Of course. Yeah. But like majority of them, they all look like little. I think it goes to show that, like, it doesn't matter how you present to the world. Your kink is your kink is your kink. And whatever gets you off is what gets you off. And that's cool. Like... And there's nothing wrong with that. I love it. And it's... And honestly, doesn't it make you wonder, like, what your kink would be if you ever went down that path? Like, I feel like you and I have never, like, experimented with, like... No, things but like, like that. That's like you, you know, know, like reading these books, or you know, if you ever watch porn or anything. Yeah, like it's like I, a gateway drug. I feel like you have these <laughs> these fantasies that you have in your mind that you haven't actually fulfilled. But is it because you don't want to fulfill them, or you just you don't you have feel like the it's guts? unacceptable? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. that's a good them. question. Yes, and but also don't tell uh, our husbands. <laughs> <laughs> no, another one. It'll be like really short. But somebody I saw somebody asked in a group the other day. They were like, "Do you think your kink is hereditary?" Oh my and god! I was like, I swear to fucking god, I hope not. <laughs> like, I guess also, how do you even go about finding that grandmother? Please tell me about your kinks so we can see if it's a match. <laughs> no, I will say I, I, I read all the comments, and ninety percent of them were, "Dear God, I hope not," and the other ones were, "Sadly, yes." <laughs> like, I don't want to know how they know that. How does their Thanksgiving go? How? <laughs> Anyways, back to, so back to the all book. the things that we hate about this book. Because most of it we love. 
Um, so Amber is going to hate me for this, but one thing that I hated about this book, I know, heavy sigh, that's fine. I did not care for the masturbation scenes in this book. I felt like they were unrealistic, and I will tell you why. Please But do. first, Please Amber's going to tell us about these masturbation scenes in the book. Okay, so my favorite one, I... I oh, they're, your fav- they're some of your favorite scenes. Oh, I think this was like... How your favorite scene was the FFM with yeah Meg, Jasmine, and Jafar. I will say, I think this is a tie for me. Okay. It, was, it was a very, I think it was one page long. It wasn't very explicit. But it is where Jasmine is trying to crack into Jafar's computer. She gets the password wrong. And when she gets the password wrong, the computer turns on recording to record her. So I guess, you know, just security reasons, he wants to see who's trying to crack in his computer. So she, at this point, is completely naked, and she knows she's being filmed, and she wants him to see that she is being filmed, so she starts playing with her pussy. And ah, she said the P word! <laughs> yes! So, and she, he, you know, he calls her, and she's taunting him, and I just, I found the whole scene just... Just sexual and like you know, just ugh. <laughs> it Amber butterflies shivered. Amber literally <laughs> shivered, which is apparently Katie Roberts's favorite way to describe women is shivering. Didn't you? Uh, I think that was your annoyance. You put she put shivered ten. Times. I have I have ten notes in my Kindle, and I stopped at a certain point of how many times she says shivering, quivering, trembling. <laughs> I will say I think that is a definite similarity between all erotic books. But my God, it it was used quite, 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 quite frequently. frequently. (laughs) I was like, somebody get this girl a cardigan. Okay, I had to pull up on my Kindle the exact scene that Amber is speaking about because I needed to know like what made me have such a visceral reaction to it, and I really think it just it seemed so unrealistic to me that. Um, that, she would not follow his direction, and the way he reacted when he when she did not follow his direction, because he tells her you better not, and she she says here, um, uh, he says you better not do that, and <laughs> <laughs> literally he says it, you better not do that. No, he says Jasmine. His voice snaps like a whip. Stop. My hands lift without my having any intention of obeying. I grit my teeth. No. I forced myself to ignore the command. It just, like, I don't know. It just felt so unrealistic to me. And I didn't like, at one point, she calls herself a dirty little slut I can't help but to be. And I just, the note I left to myself was, girl, okay. Like, okay, are you really a dirty little slut? Like, who hasn't masturbated in front of a webcam before? <laughs> I mean. I'm kidding. I have not either. <laughs> the whole scene was just right. too much. over. It was too much. I feel like that was the most realistic part, but I mean, to each their own. (laughs) And then, in addition to that, the phone sex scene. Okay. So, you you thought it was hot, right? No, the phone sex scene I did not like. Okay. uh, Mostly because there was fisting of the cock, which we know I'm not a fan of. How else do you just. Anyways. I mean, okay, your palm is what comes into contact with the penile, not the fist. The fist is the nipples. I know, but you're wrapping it around the cock to make a fist. Okay, I, I understand that. Okay, but so you, you don't like the phone site. I, I will say I don't like it either, but I have my personal reasons why I don't like Why did you what not What are your like personal it? reasons for why I don't like because phone sex? Because I am bad at phone sex. I <laughs> she want yells to be, us into the microphone. <laughs> I want to be good at phone sex. Please, Someone I, I, please help Amber me. be better at so phone sex. So it's not like the scene The scene was written, you know, beautifully, erotically, but I am bad at phone sex. I'm, I'm bad at, like, even, like, during, like, normal sex, like, face-to-face sex, like... <laughs> If my husband's like, you know, talk dirty to me, I just like, I clam up. I'm like, yeah, I get it, baby. (laughs) I'm bad. So that's why I did not like the phone sex scene is just because I'm not good at it. So why did you not like it? I didn't like it because, again, I just, I felt like it was unrealistic. Like, I could not imagine Jafar just whipping it out as he's like in his car and just fisting one off. It just, it, it did not 
feel... I mean, he's a powerful man. <laughs> I guess when you have that much power, you can just fist off in the middle of the day. Did I call it fisting off now? Yes. Gross. <laughs> I actually, I want to advocate for instead of fisting your cock, can we say palming? <laughs> that just makes it so unsexy. Oh, oh and God. fisting is so much better. Yeah, like fist, I think of fist like a man. Like palming, I think of like a gentle woman like, <laughs> stroking your cock lightly. Like, I don't know. All right, so clearly um, we, we have different emotions about these scenes. Um, oh, and the other thing I hated, I hated, I hated, I hated, that they were in the underground, the sex club, um, and... Um, one of the scenes that they go to is set up like her father's office. And they have her dressed in like a, almost like a schoolgirl. School I'm, I'm imagining Izzy Az Azalea. Is, what's her name? Iggy Azalea. Is that yeah. her name? In, in that I'm so fancy video with her like clueless outfit on. So I'm imagining Jasmine uh. like dressed up in like a plaid kind of like 80s schoolgirl outfit. And he like bends her over what's supposed to be like her father's desk. And, and he like has sex with her. And I'm in my head the entire time. I'm like, he killed your dad. This is weird. Like, tell me oh. more. Tell me more. Okay, so I feel, you feel So you felt Iggy Azalea, yeah, cool girl. I was getting more Britney Spears, baby, one more time. Okay, school girl, and I liked it because, not that like that was definitely wasn't my top, you know, sexy scene for me. Yeah, but I, I enjoyed it. Simply because they were they were in one room. He she she tells him you know like she she wants to be raped basically like that that's the fantasy she non con wants to, yeah she wants that's the fantasy I know the language she, you do now you're learning <laughs> so that's the fantasy that she wants to you know role play in that scene and you know they start doing it but he stops and he's like this isn't right this isn't what you want he knows what she really wants because. He spent five years with her in her father's castle or mansion, whatever they lived in, you know. And he's yeah, like, it's weird. You would think it'd be a castle, but they also live in fucking Carver City. Well, it's it's supposed to be a modern, so that's why I say castle. It. But I think it was probably like a, just a big ass mansion or like an estate or whatever. But he's like, you know, I know this is your fantasy, but like I know this isn't like there's like. Uh, what I cannot remember the exact words he used, but he was uh, he said this isn't your exact flavor, your exact taste of what you want in this. Yeah. So it goes to show, like, yes, you can have you know non-con fantasies, but they're not all the same. They could all mean different things. Like, it, with her, it was she pictured herself back at her father's castle and they were playing the games that they played for five years with the teasing each other and stuff. So she wanted to recreate that. And he re recreated that for her, which I so much loved that he went through that effort. He was like, you know what? I could have sex with you right now, but this isn't the max of like what I can make this experience for you. I'm going to make this experience the exact fantasy that you've always dreamed of. I get that, but it's just... Human emotion wise, it's your father is dead. <laughs> you gotta get over the dead. dead. <laughs> and then there was another scene which I actually, as I was going back through my notes today, I didn't even put this on here. But there's a part in the book where she was like, Tink has come over, Tinkerbell Tink yeah. has come over to help her outfit her in the dresses. Yeah. And they find those like six dresses and they're all super you know, sexy, got the slits up the side. Yeah. And she's like, my father would have had a stroke if he saw me in these. And my note was like, but girl, he did. <laughs> like, like, what do you mean my father would have had a but stroke? I think like, I, hey, girl, you just had like, like non-con sex on his floor and this is what you're worried about is the dress. I don't think she was worried about it. I think it's just that that goes to show that like her entire life for so long was just based on what her father wanted. Oh, I just, so. I just felt it was a little, I was just a little disturbed. Just slightly. There was a lot of daddy focus. That, there was a lot of daddy. She, she definitely had daddy issues. It was placating me. <laughs> she definitely had daddy issues. Like, I, mean, I don't know what else. So, some other random things that I noticed, because I have to talk about Underworld. Do you want to talk about Underworld? Can we talk about the Underworld? Talk about it. Are you sure? Go, go for it. My God. Hades. 
<sighs> heavy sigh. Wait, okay, so you just heavy sighed. Are you into Hades or not okay. into Hades? So. Hades is the ruler of the underworld, as you could imagine. He runs the sex club on neutral territory. Yes. Um, and he, he runs the sex dungeon club. Yeah. So neutral territory where... All the important, powerful people of all the territories can come to his club, but he has a strict, you know, no war policy. So yeah, no like, shenanigans. You're, you're all you're all besties when you're in my sex. Everybody's fucking. Yeah, <laughs> but Hades. So I have not read the second book. I've read the third book. Okay. I, I skipped Hades book because at the time I just I didn't seem like I cared for it. But I definitely am going to go back and you read go it back. Okay. because I love. A bad guy. That so you're into Hades. I like. I I just. I feel like deep down he's he's a good guy, but he likes his like. I don't know. He reminds me of Loki, like from Avengers. Right? Okay, got it. Like yeah. he, he like he's a bad guy, but he's kind of good. He's an he's, agent of chaos. That's yeah. literally what I had in my notes. He's an agent of chaos. Oh, yes. I, I'm. I, I'm. Cause he he don't give a fuck. He's on anybody's side. Like he, no. He don't give a fuck. No, and he's about playing fair, like how he gave. Jafar, the yes. location of Ollie, because Ali, or Ollie, you know. I'm Allie, he's Ollie. <laughs> I know, it was like the worst thing for the first episode. <laughs> but Ali came in and broke one of his rules, so he's like, you know, you break my rule, I'm gonna I'm out. gonna break you. Yeah, exactly, and I just, I love, I love that, I love that. So how do you a picture, tell me how you imagine Hades. What do you think of when you think of Hades? Like, describe him to me. So, like... You know, when I first started reading the book, obviously, like, your first image is going to the Disney classics. Right. And this is what you think the characters look like. But So is he a blue flaming man? No. To me, he may be a little pale. Okay. Because, like, I know a lot of these erotic books I read, the man is seven feet tall, dark skin, perfect tan, you know, all this. But I, I feel like he's a pale guy, maybe. Okay. But I... A pale king, yes. A pale king. I feel like nice suits. Like oh, yeah. Always nice suits. Fitted to the Is he tall or short for you? I feel like he, he's mid. Like, not. he's not seven. I feel like he's a good six. Like, okay. obviously tall compared to, but like I said, like a lot of these books, the, the men are seven feet freaking tall. Yeah, I, there's I, a lot of those walking I, around. I, yeah. <laughs> so, I, I feel like, you know, he's good, you know, 5'11", 6 foot. Okay. Like, Maybe not, like, extremely buff, like, you know, Beast and Gaston and stuff like that. Yeah, but, yeah. like, still, like, fit because, you know, he's sex dungeon god. Uh, yeah, you gotta yeah. say fit. Yeah. Can I tell you who I imagine? Uh-huh. Tom Hanks. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> why would you do that? Why would you ruin Hades for me? Jesus Christ. Okay, can I tell you why, no, though? Please tell me, please. Okay, I just Justify get... This. <laughs> I get old man vibes from Hades. He's an older <sighs> man. He's an older man, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Because they walk into his office, and Jafar literally describes him as having weird, cluttery shit in there. Who has weird, cluttery shit? Okay. Except for old people. Only old people have weird, cluttery shit. Okay, so... I guess that's where I, like, I don't know. I read a lot of fantasy, so, like, in my mind, <laughs> every character is 500 years old. And I guess that hasn't been really stated in yeah. the series. Yeah, like, what's the, the like, aging I, like? I yeah. think these are, like, just, like, normal people. It's just, like, you know, a Disney retelling. So Okay, but they do talk about Furies, which that is a mythological oh, creature, right? Okay. Like, Meg See, and Alexa are where, like, Furies. I'm so like, it kind of bends a little I'm, like, bit. crossing, like, you know, what, what era is this, like, you know, what's the age frame? Are these, yeah. like, normal humans? Are they not normal? Like, so I guess, uh, I think I just picture, like, a silver fox. like A silver fox? But that's like, what I'm thinking Tom, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is not a silver Tom fox. Tom Hanks is totally not, a silver fox. Not shaming, you know, yeah, everybody all my, all my Tom Hanks <laughs> lovers out there, please no. support Allie because he's a total silver fox. No. Uh, I oh, he's pic- total dad vibes? No, like, I picture uh, from Grey's Anatomy, uh, not McDreamy, the McSteamy. other one. Mix, that's who He's I not picture. a silver fox, though. Was he not? I, I watched him in something, I, uh, Euphoria. I watched I mean, Euphoria. I think he had some silver hair in there then because it, it's new. Grey's okay. Anatomy apparently is old and stuff, <laughs> so I don't know. Old. But I don't know. I saw a picture of him recently. He had some silver in okay. there. And that, I don't know. That's. Okay, but he's also described in the book. I took extensive notes on this. <laughs> um, they describe him as being dusky. 
Okay, I don't know what that means. I, I don't know. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I didn't look that one up. <laughs> I don't know. Like, maybe, like, like dark and smooth and brooding. So, or... okay, dusky does mean, like, dark. But it also makes me think, when I hear dusky, I think ashy. Because I also, for some reason. I think, because it sounds like dusty. It does sound like dusty. I think that's <laughs> why you're thinking. But I imagine him being pale, too. Yeah, no, I, I, I get a pale vibe. And I get, like, pale but faded. Like an old man. Oh, don't ruin Hades for and me. Then, okay, but there's supposed to be an age gap, which, kind of a spoiler, if you've only read book one, you should go ahead and read book three. Um, there's an age gap between him and Hercules. So we do know he's an older gentleman. Okay. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, Silver Fox. Like Yeah, like Tom Hanks. Just stop <laughs> it. Oh, my God. I'm never going to. Like, I want to read book two so bad. And, and all I'm you're going to imagine like, is I'm Tom gonna... Hanks pounding Hercules. <laughs> oh, God. Spoiler alert. Spoiler Wow, Amber just poured a really big glass of wine. I know. This I is a, I wish this was a visual A drop medium. on your floor, and I'm cleaning it right now. Okay, it's all gone. Wow. Um, <laughs> I wish this were a visual medium so you could see the pour in which Amber just gave herself, but it is quite hefty, and she just licked the shit out of the glass. <laughs> it was dripping. That I didn't was, want to drip on your floor. It was dripping. Yes. <laughs> Tell us more about that. All right, let's get back into the sex. Amber always wants to get back to the I sex. I want to stay in the sex. So we have a guest reader going to read our excerpts. Is that excerpts a word? Excerpt. Excerpt? An excerpt. Is that what that is? Excerpt. <laughs> Sipping on some excerpt. I slam back against him, taking his cock deep inside me. My moan turns into a cry of protest when he grabs my hips and forces me off. Do you see what I mean? The tiniest taste of cock and she forgets all about her responsibilities and tries to steal an orgasm. Naughty girl. Meg tangles her fingers into, in my hair and pulls me back to her pussy. She tightens her grip at the last second, holding me a bare inch from touching her. Seems like she deserves a punishment. Seems like you're right. Jafar delivers a rough slap to my ass. I whimper even as the heat of my strike zings directly to my clit. Make her come, baby girl. Don't stop again. That's when he begins fucking me in earnest, his strokes going rougher, deeper, being pinned between their bodies, the slick slide of their skin against mine. Perfection. I cannot put into words how good it is. Meg keeps kissing me and snakes a hand in between us to, fing to finger my clit. I try to hold out, to make this delirious pleasure last forever, but it's too good. I come sobbing against her lip. My orgasm tips Jafar over the edge. His strokes going frenzied until he drives deep in curses. Well, that was hot. I enjoyed this scene quite a bit. However, I will say there was one part of the scene that I could not help but laugh with is the part where it is described as a slick slide. Um, how much lube is involved? I don't think there's any lube involved i don't think so either but, but how like, is it a slick slide that's what i'm trying to say like i mean i don't know if i'm doing something wrong because like i mean i get wet but i, I never have a slick slide like, no or like i mean even I, I guess i'm not like really a sweaty person in general I, exactly but, like like we can go at it for an hour but i'm not like sweaty enough where i'm slipping and sliding that, that was my question. Is it lube or is it sweat? Because to have a slick slide, there was no way that the... I, I, I just... Or I guess I shouldn't say no way. I just... It's hard for me to imagine because my vagina does not make as much moisture to create a slick slide. Well, it, like, is it the sweat or the, is it the vagina? I, I don't know. Or maybe, like, they're so hot because it's a threesome and I just... I just think after a while there'd be some friction. It would not be a slick slide. No, There's got to be some friction. And just like, like especially how like short this scene was, like unless yeah. it was just like imagined way longer. But like I feel like you know she she was going down on her for you know two or three minutes. Yeah. And like I just I feel like that wasn't enough time to create, to create a slick slide. Yeah. Unless I. So Katie Roberts, take it from me, non-erotica reader, no more slick slide. Oh. Um, the other thing that I was unclear of in this scene as hot as it was is why does Jafar trust Meg? That I did not understand. Does does it get explained in the book series or I, 
No, is like he I, just that horny? No, like I said, um, I haven't read Hades, Hercules, and Meg's book. Yeah, that is on my next TBR list. TBR, can you explain? Uh, to be read. Uh, and uh, I'm an idiot. Yes. So that's on my next <laughs> yes, list. Yes, I'm an idiot. <laughs> no, or... no, I'm just saying like yes, that's that's what that means. Um, because I don't, I picture Meg like Jafar because it's stated like several times that you know she is the queen to his king yeah so how like we were saying earlier he's the asian of chaos and he doesn't and Tom Hanks. he doesn't oh my dear god if i you're ruining this book for me <laughs> um i mean not i mean you know some people find tom hanks hot yeah hopefully our listeners <laughs> all right into me but, let's form an army of tom hanks, <laughs> tom hanks. but I just, I guess I picture him, her as Hades where, you know, she's neutral ground. She's like, but she's not like she kind of orchestrates, but I think it's, uh, insinuated when they are in the sexual environment that everybody's neutral. Um, got it. You are correct. It's very clear that the underworld yeah, is very much because in neutral I've, territory. Like, like I've I've read in other books where you know when they are outside of underworld, you know they're enemies. They don't you're they're kind of like fuck off. But like when they are in the underworld and they are in scene, all that's out the window. It's purely sex, you know, pleasure. What that person like? There's no got it outside politics. I just I felt like having Meg into his home. When, which we haven't explained yet, Meg and Hades kind of help orchestrate Ali's capture of yeah. Jasmine, which I did not quite understand. Like, that seemed very out of character for Hades to do so. I, but like, he's an agent of chaos. Like, I, I was annoyed, obviously, in the moment, because I was like, how could you do that to them? But yeah. that plays on his neutral territory, and that, you know, he makes his living off making deals and. You know, he's not going to play favorites. He's not going to, like, you You make a deal, you make a deal. And he's going to, f- I commend him, like, you know, he holds his word on his deals. And I just thought it was not shrewd of Jafar to invite somebody like Meg I felt like into that, his home. No, especially when you're, like, working so actively to protect Jasmine yeah. as much as you are. Yeah, I, I do see that. It was a weird move to me. All right, so now we have another segment, uh, our new kink and or trope in which we have um, accepted as our own or learned more about. Um, this is kind of where we wrap up uh, the our, our learning and what we've what we have accepted from this book. So. What do you, have you developed any new kinks? Boy, since this is my first erotica, yeah. Um, so just to be very upfront and clear, I'm super vanilla and, uh, I'm okay with that. However, um, there, there were definitely some things I read in this book that I was like, oh, that's pretty hot and I would like to read more about it. And so one of those was, uh, I think, I think you said it earlier. Is it voyeurism? Voyeurism. Voyeurism. Yeah. Yeah. Voyeurism. I thought that was super hot. Um, I cannot imagine it in real life. But um, so seeing you it in the would book, want to watch somebody, or you would want to be watched? I I think the watching, the watching. Okay, yeah, so I don't think I'd want to be watched. I think I'd like to watch. Yeah, which I guess is just like porn. Yeah, <laughs> I just like, described porn, <laughs> but like real life porn. That's yeah, like I think it'd be hot in person, but I don't think I could do that in real life. No, and I I feel like that's we all have fantasies like. Like, the Meg scene, like, I was totally turned on by Jasmine going down on Meg, but would I really do that? Like, I can't imagine myself really going down on a girl in her life. Yeah. Not shaming, I mean, obviously not shaming those who do, like, you know, right. whatever. But I just, I can't see myself actually doing, doing that really. it. Doing it. But, yeah. like, I mean, I'm not about It's hot to read about. Yeah. So, you'll, you would be down to be watched. Good. No. No. Not or, watched. Oh. To oh, watch. to be watched. To be or to watch. To watch. Yes, to watch. To watch. Um, the thing I was not into, although interested in more about, is the dom sub relationship. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious for your thoughts, because um, you know I'm I, how I feel about the word daddy. We've yes. talked a little bit about the dom sub relationship. How do you feel about the dom sub relationship? Is it for you? Are you into it? What do you think? 
So I think just me naturally, like before I even started reading Erotica, I've always loved the Dom sub relationship in the bedroom, not the 24 hour a day like Jafar and Jasmine do. But in the bedroom, I am definitely submissive. Not to where, you know, my husband's telling me to, you know, get on my knees and wait for him and stuff like, you know, people have that kink and that's for them. That's not for me. I, I'm, I don't like that. But in the sexual positions and stuff, I definitely like to be the submissive. So I think that was just something already instilled in me. So you enjoy come. reading about it. Yeah. So I enjoyed reading about it for sure. Do you enjoy all aspects of the Dom stuff relationship? Are there things you don't like about it? Um, like I said, just the twenty four hour, like all the time Dom sub relationship. That that's not for me. I am very. I feel like I have a dominant nature, like outside the bedroom. So but, do you enjoy the stories where it's like? Oh, I enjoy reading about it. Oh, I enjoy reading. About oh, it. do very, you, Amber? Yeah, I enjoy reading about it very, very, very much. But but not necessarily always for you all the time and all that way. No. What about you? Um. Yeah, I think the Dom sub. There was parts of it I definitely enjoyed reading about. There were parts of it, like the daddy thing, which we've already talked about. Now that I know it, that it's a thing and not just a stylistic choice. Um, I think I would be more interested in dom sub relationships that just use any other word, my God. <laughs> any other word. Uh, because I think the concept is kind of hot. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm into the concept. I think I need to read more, and I look forward to future books exploring dom sub relationships and seeing, like, the variety of dom sub relationships yeah. is what I am into. Um, so I, I'm looking forward to that. Um, we have also talked a little bit about the rape fantasy, but we have not talked about how we necessarily feel about it personally. Um, is the rape fantasy non-con, is that something that you enjoy reading? Is That is definitely something I enjoy reading and something I would definitely do in real life. Yeah, that's hot. It's, I mean, as long as you do it the correct way. Safe words. Safe words, very important because, you know, you might think you're into something in the moment and you might not know it's a trigger for you until, you know, you get into it. Right. So that's what I'm, I just, that, it's definitely something I would be into. And I also feel like that's quite a common kink for a lot of women. Which is crazy, which I, I, I feel like there's got to be a psychological study on this because, like, obviously that's, like, a real-life rape is, like, 99% of women's worst... Right, fear. Fear of happening, but yeah. it's also, from what I've seen and read, it's the most common Which you thing. look up a lot of stuff on, like, you're into a lot of Facebook groups, like, you're very yeah. well connected that's what I'm saying. Like, that's... Like, usually the most common Kink. request yeah. for kinks is, you know, non-consensual things. So, I kind of have a theory. Um, okay. You can tell me what you think about it because I've thought a bit about this. Um, I think because women fear rape so much, the idea of something you fear but knowing that you won't actually be hurt is what causes the pleasure. And so, and my analogy... Taking control of it or something? Well, I guess my analogy is riding a roller coaster. Roller coasters are scary because the idea of falling 500 feet is terrifying. Yeah. But you know that there's no actual risk because you're not going to die because you're on a roller coaster. Yeah. So that is kind of like... Risk. It's a very <laughs> minimal... Ah, you know, it's yeah. getting, you know, what carny is running your ride. <laughs> but, you know, I, I think it's a kind of a similar thing. It's like I want to be afraid, but I want to know that my fear is not actually going to end in danger just like haunted houses yeah. right no, like you go through a haunted house a lot of people get a high on exhilaration is that the word i'm thinking of or um, you're exhilarated by by the danger yeah and i think that's what makes it hot yeah now something that i think i would caution people on is you and i are both married ladies yeah. as our podcast says um, I would be worried about women who are less experienced in relationships thinking that non-con 
um, especially when not done correctly, is how relationships are supposed to work. No, and especially trying to participate if they are trying to fulfill this fantasy with someone they aren't in a very well-acquainted relationship with. Like, you know, if somebody wants to have a one-night stand, you know. More power to them. Get yours, girl. Exactly. But you need to make sure your partner is going to be safe with you and make sure. Because, you know, people could say, like, oh, say your safe word. But do you really feel safe saying your safe word? Yeah, like, do you know if they're really going to stop? Yeah. When you say your safe word. Right. And that's where I feel like, you know, in true Dom sub relationships, like the true, true ones that like take the time to research and acknowledge and train for this, they know like no matter if they are one second from coming, they're going to stop. They're, they're going to stop if their partner says their safe word. And yeah. not all that, that can't be said for all people in the world. Yeah. Which oh. I, I think, honestly, that's probably what's the hottest for me in the dom-sub relationship is that idea that we could be in the middle of whatever. You say that one word, Raja, as much as I hate it, and <laughs> everything stops. Like, that's yeah. really hot. Like, that yeah. idea of um, so much trust and self-control. I mean, that's like emotional vulnerability. No, and that's what they, there's always a lot of talk of like, you know, breaking a sub and training a sub, but there's also training doms. We have not talked about this yet. How have we no. not talked about this? No, that we, we haven't. And you know, that that's, just, it's a very common thing, especially, you know, doms. I, I see it online all the time. Like, you know, lo- looking to break a sub and train a sub or whatever. And it's, I feel like a lot of it's, the the known focus is you know breaking the the person down to doing whatever you want uh being totally in control of them so it's breaking a dom though how do you how do you train a dom because when you have a dom you they're your leader they're your guider they're your enforcer they're your protector they're everything so if you break down and you give them full control over your life or, you know, your actions of what you say and do, you need to fully, 100% trust that this Dom is going to do everything that's 100% beneficial to the both of you and not just, you know, the Dom and stuff. So uh, I know there are Dom classes and Dom... Really? Yeah, there there's classes where you can go take with your Dom or, you know, your Dom can go that's by themselves. That's hot. So they, it's it's not just about, you know, I, I got a whip and I'm going to spank right. you if you've done That seems done almost wrong. irresponsible. Yeah, no, it, that's what I'm saying. Like, so if you're a Dom, you, you're taking on a lot of responsibility because you're protecting you and your sub emotionally, physically, uh, mentally... Yeah. So yeah. that's something interesting to think about, though, is like, is that almost too much responsibility for a dom to handle? That's a lot. But I feel like that's what you're signing up for. That's when what you, you signed up when, for. Yeah. When you're being a dom. Like, if if that is too much responsibility, do Don't not be, be a, a dom. dom. No. All right, guys. I think that is all that we have on Desperate Measures by Katie Roberts. If you like what you heard today, you can follow us on Instagram, which is... At Don't Tell Your Husband. We have a Facebook group page, which is Don't Tell Your Husband. And then our TikTok is at Don't Tell Your Husband PC. Follow us on BookTok. Okay, guys. Next week's book will be A Worthy Opponent by Katie Roberts. It will be book three in the same series, The Wicked Villains. These... Books are meant to be standalones, so you do not have to read them in order to know what's going on. So if you want to be in the know with us, pick up this book and read it before our next podcast. But if you like being spoiled, don't tell your husbands.